Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Mission Matters. My name is Adam Torres, and if you'd like to apply to be a guest on the show, just head on over to missionmatters.com and click on Be Our Guest to Apply. All right, so today I have Eliav Cohen on the line, and he's founder of The Bot Lab. Eliav, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, Eliav, so uh, great topic today. So practical advice to set up a successful chatbot that your customers actually appreciate. For those of you that have been watching this show for a long time, you know I love chatbots. I love talking about chatbots, and uh, we have one of the world's foremost experts on the line in this topic, so excited to get into that. Um, but before we do, Eliav, we'll start this episode the way that we start them all with our Mission Matters Minute. So, Eliav, we at Mission Matters amplify stories for entrepreneurs, executives, and experts. So that's our mission. Eliav, what mission matters to you? Yeah, our mission at the at the Bot Lab is to allow brands to communicate with prospects anywhere, anytime, and on any site to allow uh, prospects to get their questions answered. Great. So it's great uh, communication. <laughs> it's all. <laughs> love bringing uh, experts on the line to share why they do what they do. And I know you love talking chatbots. So um, I guess just to get us kicked off, like, how did you start as an entrepreneur on this journey that led you to chatbots? Like, wh- where did all this begin for you? So, so kind of a wild story. I was in, uh, you know, working with big startups, and I was like, screw it. I just want to fly hot air balloons. <laughs> <laughs> and me? so no, I, I, dead serious, I quit my job and I'd always been to hot air balloons. I got my commercial license and I started a hot air balloon company, right? Right in Seattle, you know, right in front of Mount Rainier. And I start my website. And back in the day, we had a, there was a company called Chatra. So we were using mm-hmm. live chat and people kept asking me the same damn questions. How high do you go? How many <laughs> people are on a flight? You know, can I bring my baby? Can I have sex on the balloon? You know, normal questions. Yeah. You know, that people would ask. And uh, and I was like, there's got to be a way to automate this. And I ended up looking up, you know, automate chat. Found Drift. That was, you know, the top kind of chatbot provider in the day. It still is kind of the leader in the space. And mm-hmm. I became literally the super user over the next year. And then started building for all these giant mid-market and enterprise companies in the off-season. I still run the balloon company. And we have over – we've had over 19,000 chats. Uh, of people asking about hot air balloons, and we got rid of 91% of all of the phone calls we were getting. So we automated that entire business using chatbots, and now we just kind of, you know, as giant organizations are like, hey, how do we book more meetings? How do we chat? You know, get more conversations? How do we hit our MQLs and all of our, you know, scores? That's where we end up working with folks. Wow, what a great story. So you were uh, you were you were trying to figure out a way to solve a problem for yourself. You solved that problem and then you chose to uh, you know, take that learned knowledge and then to become a benefit for others. I find many, many uh entrepreneurial journeys are similar to this. Not the hot air balloon part, by the way, though. I was like, that that's the first for me. <laughs> Although you know what? It it is it is actually because if Richard Branson was a hot air balloon pilot. Right? Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I actually had the opportunity to go to uh, Richard's Island for a week back in uh, December. And we talked all about hot air balloons and business. So, and it was that's the awesome. same thing as if you use a balloon, you know, it's a rare thing. And, you know, that's how he signed Janet Jackson, right? So he used it for business all the time. It's just a weird, rare thing. 
<laughs> wow. I'm in. So I, a Necker Island visit does not hurt. So I'm in. Uh, so now you have this chat bot, right? And you're, and you're solving this problem. You know, obviously hot air balloon is growing. Like where do, where, where was that kind of like point to where you're like, okay, you know what? We need to start doing this for other people. Like when did that happen? So it was actually in the off season there. Drift basically came to me and they were like, hey, like you built this chat bot that actually answers real questions, right? Mm. Like you've, you're using intent you've designed this in a really unique way and nobody is doing this, right? And this was before like AIs had even come out. And even though there's like, you know, great chatbot AIs that can, you know, use basically data sets to answer questions. And there's really only a hundred questions, right? Anyone's really going to ask you about your product, you know, the common mm -hmm. ones, it's like the 80, 20 rule. Right. Mm -hmm. um, but the real end of thing, things being is how do you get them to interact? Right. Mm -hmm. Because, just having, you can't have a chatbot be annoying, right? It's something that just like pops up on every page. So the mm -hmm. idea is, what is the strategy to, hey, how do we get people to interact with this, but also have it not be annoying? And it all comes down to just straight up accessibility. So to give you an example, the biggest thing, the lower hanging fruit that exists, of like any company, anywhere that has a chatbot, is they have a form on their site. And that form basically collects name, phone number, email, a variety of other random questions they ask, and then it goes to a salesperson, goes through some Salesforce routing thing, who knows, and they score it, and eventually some salesperson reaches out, right? That whole process is just time. And if you have a chatbot instead, that when you click the book, book a demo button, it just fires a chatbot, that automatically drops a calendar, and they pick a time and you're done. Or it goes to live chat in that moment, I can jump on a Zoom meeting. So that's what I say is like, it comes down to a lot of accessibility. And then there's like, hey, can your chatbot answer real questions after hours? Hmm. And so I want to pause for a moment here. I want to learn a little bit more about the bot lab because after we talk about that, I definitely, a lot of business owners, a lot of executives that, that listen to this and they want tips, they want ideas for their business. So I want to get into what business owners, um, maybe some opportunity, uh, some more opportunity that's on the table for them or also what you've seen wrong um, in this space. But before we do that, um, let's get into the bot lab. So tell us more about the company, please. Yeah, so the bot lab we started as a as a consulting firm, basically just helping you know mid market enterprise public companies build out their chatbots so they could accelerate revenue, right? With their goal of like, hey, can we increase the number of conversations our site by like five hundred percent, right? If you do that, you basically win, no matter what your goals are, right? Mm -hmm. If you can get five hundred percent more conversations, um, and then out of that, it was interesting. We were having conversations with uh, John Deere. And John Deere, they were talking about their, their leads on their site to their chatbot. They said, well, where do they go? If some dude's in Nebraska and you've got mm -hmm. a, a trail, a tractor guy in Nebraska that sells tractors, how do you connect them on the national site? And he goes, we just sent him an email. I go, would you allow <laughs> the dude in Nebraska to mm -hmm. talk to the other dude in Nebraska on the national site? And he goes, I guess he goes, I go, oh my God, like we have a, a real product here. So what we did is we said, well, why don't we allow if someone has a chatbot on their site, mm -hmm. why don't we allow them to chat wherever they're being talked about? Like if it was on the New York Times. So mm -hmm. if you're on the New York Times and there's an article about the brand, why wouldn't you allow that salesperson in that area to answer questions of a prospect that's reading it and has a question about that product? So we basically built out a, a platform called Helium that, you know, I'm just my ballooning days, right? <laughs> 
like expansion helium. Oh, I knew where that one came from. So so anyway, it, um, so from there now we allow, it doesn't matter if it's on like a blog, right? Someone could have uh, an affiliate blog or a, or an article or a view site on all of those sites. It should allow the brand to connect directly with the prospect if they have a question or book a meeting. And so that's kind of what we're doing now is we both still do the, the you know, consulting because people have to have a good chatbot for that to work, right? It has to work on their own site for it to work on a third-party site, but it basically allows instead of your salespeople talking on your, your own company's page, well, now you can talk on hundreds of pieces of contextual content, which is really cool. So it's just taking that chatbot to the next level of where chatbots are going which is, yeah, you can use it on your own site. Why shouldn't you be able to use it anywhere your company's talked about? Wow, what, what a great concept, and, um, and it's huge. So just to walk me through what the user experience of that would look like, because this is a new concept, new to me. I mean, maybe many of the others listening have heard this, but I haven't. Like, you can... Yeah, this is, this is new. Somewhere I mean, yeah, this is new. So walk me through, like, what the user experience would look like. Yeah, so, so let's say that you are... Um, have you bought something recently, like online? I don't know if you bought anything random, Adam, but like, yeah, like always, always. They get me every every day. Somebody gets me something random online for sure. Okay, so let's say you're looking to buy something online, right? I remember buying, looking to buy a mic during you know the beginning of the pandemic, and I was like, okay, I want a mic, and I was looking at all these review sites, right? And basically, my only goal was I want to make sure this can also connect to my iPhone, right? That was my only goal. And I'm looking mm. at all these different mics, and I would have spent up to $1,000 mm. if the mic would connect to my iPhone. And on all the review sites, it didn't allow that, right? Because there's you just have someone reviewing a bunch of products, but you can't get any if you have additional questions. Mm-hmm. So what this, what, what this allows is if I'm looking at a Rode mic on a third-party mm. site, I can connect directly with Rode mics on that review site, and Rode can answer my questions. In a, that's in a B2C scenario. In a B2B scenario, it's more of like people buy sponsored content, right, or there's mm-hmm. an article about them. So mm-hmm. if, let's say, there's an article, for example, let's say about your book, right, and you're, mm-hmm. they're writing about you and about your book. Well, those are amazing prospects on, like, the New York Times, right, or on Forbes magazine or Inc. or whatever random uh, publisher, right? Mm-hmm. If you can uh, – if people have a question or they want to, let's say – be part of be an author with you, or they want to buy your book, or they want to whatever that is that they want want to do. It allows them to connect directly with you without them having to go to your site while they're still on mm. that contextual moment. And so, I what I what our hypothesis is is it's called intent decay. So imagine you're reading an article and you're like, "Wow, this is really cool," mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And you're like really fascinated, and then you go to the website. The websites aren't tailored for what the article was about. Right? Yeah, for sure. Because that's marketing, mm-hmm. right? So the intent actually drops, and then the brand is to get you back up to the point where you now think you're on the right site. I get and it. And that happened to me today, actually. Yeah. So to give you an example, I was looking at Hootsuite, right? And Hootsuite is, is a, you know an awesome product. I don't use Hootsuite, but I was checking it out, and I was trying to understand what they do. And from that, I didn't even know that they had a chatbot company. Wow. Right? So if I'm reading an article about, about a chatbot thing, and then I go to General Hootsuite, well, Hootsuite bought Heyday. 
right? So that's their trap, but it's really confusing. But if you're on the article, you think you're on the right site. That's intent decay, right? It's like confusion. So the idea is why would you force someone to go to your website if you already have an amazing article about you? Why not just let them book a meeting from that site, mm. right, with your own chatbot, which you've already set up properly? This is really cool. And so what, what kind of response have you gotten from this? Like, what, where, what kind of, like, what kind of feedback? It sounds really cool because it's like uh, the it, ultimate. It's like you get to yeah. get direct feedback from, you know, from content that you put out there. And we're big into content marketing. So on this, it's just like, wow, like that's next level. Yeah. The biggest thing that we've been getting is people go, wow. So this is like a win for everybody. Cause mm-hmm. they're like, okay, it's a win for like, the brand gets stay on the real site too, because they stay on the site, right? So they're not got being it. directed away. So yeah, now if they're having a five-minute conversation, mm-hmm. they're still on that article. Dwell That's time, get more traffic. all your yeah. SEO stuff, you got it. So it's a, there's a big win for the publisher. It wins for the mm-hmm. brand and the prospect. gets an amazing experience, right? So even on, like, your own site, like, even if someone's, like, listening to a podcast, should they be able to like book a meeting or have a conversation directly with that person still on your site? Probably. Mm-hmm. Would that be an epic experience? Probably, right? And again, I just did a little bit of, uh, you know, a check, I've listened to some of the podcast stuff, but it's like, there, it's a win-win. And then we've been finding that, um, that people are just really, really excited about that from the, from both sides. You know, we just don't have anyone, and the chatbot companies are excited because, they get to just expand where that we're not a threat to them. You know, mm-hmm. they're just like, great. You're just expanding to places. And then the publishers are excited because on earned media, they can't make money normally. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so this allows like someone, if they write an article, they can now make money on that. Um, Cause we're essentially built a new type of ad unit. Um, so, you know, just a, a real time communication and connection, you know? That's so awesome. it's uh it's fascinating. It's so big. And so um, now that as you're, is this a, now I'm guessing this is an enterprise solution, right? So this is like large companies or a middle market also um, can take part in this. Uh, like, this is, this is actually all, it's all, I mean, it depends, right? Because mm-hmm. for, for e-commerce, the, if they're working with a lot of affiliate places, they can bring them back to their own store, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of going to like Amazon. So yeah. if, but again, and then if they're B2B, it's more kind of like mid-market enterprise. But if you're, if anyone's doing any type of like sponsored content or they're even, you know, list on like G2 and Captera, right? Stuff like that should allow you to book meetings from in our live chat, right? Mm-hmm. So it really will work for all. Right now we're kind of working with kind of the mid-market and we've got a large group of, you know, organizations with both their chatbots anyway for them. Um, and those are some like very, very large public companies. Um, they're testing it as well because they're really fascinated by it. But eventually this will be, you know, anyone who, as long as they have a chatbot that allows someone to book a meeting, right, and live mm-hmm. chat, we can take any chatbot that they have and be able to put that on that third-party site now. Um, and we just have the relationships with all the publishers that allow us to, you know, no matter what kind of chatbot someone has, to be able to um, release that throughout the site on the right spots. But again, when we go back to chatbots being annoying, right, no chatbot is popping up. So I just want to be clear about that. On a website, you can have a chatbot pop up, right? It says like, hey, have a question? <laughs> or like yeah, something right. random. Um, in this, it's only the user saying, yes, I, I literally have a question and I want to chat without leaving the page. And so, and so we have different access points, access points that allow someone to say like, yes, like almost like clicking a button that says like, hey, I, I have a question. I'd like to chat with this brand, 
right, mm-hmm. without leaving the page, and then the chatbot fires. So there's none of that annoyance. It's only of, of user-generated, which is, you know, the other interesting part about it with chatbots is, you know, that's the most valuable anyway, right, the high-intent folks. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if you can get somebody on there, and they, and that's going to also keep them, especially if they're shopping, that's going to keep them from going to five, using your example to buy a, a, a microphone, that's going to keep you from spending another half an hour of your day if you could have got your question answered right and there. If and if they got, they got your money out, done. It's done. Yeah, and if one person <laughs> just chatted with me, I would yeah. have bought their product anyway. It wouldn't even have totally. mattered if it didn't work. If they were just like, hey, there's none that work with this, but hey, here's what I can tell you about this one, and you'll love it, I'd go, okay. <laughs> like Done. I would just buy it, right? <laughs> so like it's a really like you and a you know, large is, population would do the exact same thing, including myself. Yeah. Well, that's the reason I have the chatbot on on the ballooning site. You know, mm-hmm. still because you know on Seattle ballooning, like we just I didn't really want to talk to people, and so if we once you could answer you know 110 questions for us, that's what I figured out. At that point, the whole thing is automated. Mm-hmm. When you look at some of these larger companies. You know, if someone has like 10 different products, like mm-hmm. you're talking a pretty large AI and a lot of questions and it mostly is probably still going to suck for a long time. Um, mm-hmm. But as they get better, you know, I've seen sites with 10,000 pages deep where AIs can now pull any question out of the content and into mm-hmm. a chatbot. Right. There's all kinds of different ways to do it. And that's why we don't care what chatbot or what AI they're using. We're like, great. If you're the, you know, if you're the an NBA team and, you know, you want to talk on ESPN, great. <laughs> like mm-hmm. let's let your let's let you interact and sell season tickets, you know. Oh, totally. No, I get it, and it makes sense. And this is taking chatbots, in my opinion, kind of to the next level. Is exactly as you said, because um, now they get to interact directly with the brand, and especially sponsored content. And I'm just now I'm racking my brain. I mean, the potential for something <laughs> like this really is like it's pretty big. Limited. Yeah, it's big. It's big. And yeah. I, and I this is not like a minor, like little thing we came up get, with. Yeah. yeah. And more people will get more, you know, innovative on how to use it and you'll have different case studies. Now, this is going to be fun. Um, this is going to be fun to see it. And I can't wait till one day I'm, I'm browsing on an article and I see the little button there as you described it. And I'm like, oh, Eliav and his team are up to something here. Let's see what's going <laughs> well, you'll, on. Then, you'll see some very then, no, then I'm gonna be, no, then I'm going to be mad at you because then I'm going to be like, oh, they just got my money. I was probably not going to make that purchase today, but there you go. I'm like, oh, thank you for making it easier for me to spend money, Eliav. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, I know, but you know, it, it comes to it comes down to a lot of time stuff, right? Like when I look at chatbots, yeah. I use them all the time when I see them on a site because I know two things, right? I know mm-hmm. a, it may answer my question, right? If it's after hours, if it doesn't, I can probably get a hold of a live person who can answer my question at that moment, mm-hmm. and I can then disqualify myself from their product or not, right? Yeah. If it like integrates or whatever, and then number three, and then the third is I can literally book a meeting. Like if I'm qualified to buy their product, I can book a meeting without talking to anyone, no emails back and forth. It's the amount of time it saves me. Mm-hmm. So like I just go directly to chatbots now because I know that I can get to the right person quickly and get awesome. my question answered, no matter what it is. It's just you're always gonna have to find wherever it is that they're hiding it on their site, or, you know. And I think eventually. We're just going to find that that's becoming more forefront, right? They're just building out more automation and then more live people to answer real questions depending on the challenges of their business. 
Great. Well, Elia, I know we, we barely scratched the surface on chatbots and, uh, and what you're doing, what business owners should know, but I do want to um, give you the opportunity to, if, if somebody's listening to this and they want to learn more about the Bot Lab, um, to follow your work and your team's work, I mean, what's the best way for people to connect? Yeah, the best thing is just go to the botlab.io and then uh, they can click on Helium. Is the uh, is for the you know, product that allows you to chat on all kinds of different sites. Um, otherwise, if folks need help in you know accelerating their revenue so that they can actually book meetings and figure out whatever chatbot they currently have, um, that's we also do consulting to help companies in uh, crushing it there too. So just the botlab.io. Fantastic, and we'll we'll put that information in the show notes so that uh, our audience can just click on it and head right on over and check out your site and your work. Um, and speaking to the audience, if this is your first time with Mission Matters, we're a platform that's all about bringing on uh, entrepreneurs, experts, and executives and having them share their mission, um, talk about their companies, why they do what they do, like what gets them excited about getting up in the morning and going out there into the market and uh, making a difference. If that type of content sounds interesting or exciting or engaging to you, we definitely welcome you to hit that subscribe button because we have many more mission-based individuals coming up on the line and we don't want you to miss a thing. And uh, Eliav, um, great meeting you today and learning more about the Bot Lab and uh, your, your hot air balloon business. I mean, all kinds of good stuff. Thanks again for coming on the show. Well, you know, next time we should just do the podcast from the balloon from 3,000 feet and you can do, uh, you know, flying while podcasting. Oh, man, the po- podcasting from bird's eye view. I'm in. All good. <laughs> Thanks again for coming on. Thanks so much. All right, so we'll cut we'll cut the audio there. Um, great episode, man. Awesome. Obviously, awesome. You, you know what you're doing. High energy, great interview overall. Um, next steps, and don't don't mean to cut it short, but uh, um, um, the next one we we schedule these back to back. But next steps, my team will edit this, do all the good stuff they do to make it nice and professional and sound good. Um, this will be live within ten business days. When it does go live, oh. you'll get an email from one of my assistants, either Diana, Julius, or Kate, and that's gonna have all your links there'll be like 10 links or something your youtube instagram facebook linkedin twitter um itunes spotify all that other good stuff and uh, if you need anything else of course just hit the reply button and my team and i'll take care of you okay sounds good And if there's any other time you want me to come and talk about anything else around that or go in depth around more detail around stuff happy to work with you through all kinds of different chatbot weird stuff there's all kinds of fascinating stuff around there so awesome man i really appreciate okay. it and i uh, enjoy the rest of your week take care Thanks. you got it cheers you too bye-bye